Welcome to Mainstreaming Asian Americans. Hi, I'm Father Fred Vergara, Missionary for Asian American Ministries in the Episcopal Church. In this podcast, we move beyond the campaign to stop Asian hate towards full Asian life and living in America. No one wants to be marginalized. The hope is to be included as an integral part of mainstream American church and society. We do this by highlighting the struggles and triumphs of Americans of Asian descent. We also look at the joys of living in America while sharing the essence of cultures of Asian heritage. This podcast promises to be engaging, dynamic, and filled with life-changing perspectives. Join us as we journey together towards mainstreaming Asian Americans. Welcome to Mainstreaming Asian Americans. My topic today is Christ of Faith in Japan. In farming, it is frequently reported that the most difficult land to irrigate usefully provides the richest kinds of crops. The harder it is to till the soil, the more productive the land becomes. This has been the case of Christianity in Japan and finding the Christ of faith in Japan. Christianity in Japan is among the nation's minority religions in terms of individuals who state an explicit affiliation of faith. Between less than 1% and 1.5% of the population claims belief or affiliation on the Christian faith. However, Christianity has played a crucial role in shaping Japanese identity and the relationship between religion and the state for more than four centuries. Most mainline Christian denominations, including Roman Catholicism, Protestantism, and Orthodox Christianity are represented in Japan today. The first Europeans in Japan came from Portugal and landed in Kyushu in Western Japan in 1542, bringing both gunpowder and Christianity along with them. Guns and ointment, as what Japanese theologian Kosoki Koyama used to say. Some feudal lords, especially on Kyushu and Japan's, and Japan's upcoming leader, Uda Nobunaga, welcomed these new visitors for the weapons they brought with them and tolerated the Christian missionaries that came together as part of the European package. The European missionaries were eventually successful in converting considerable number of people in Western Japan, including some members of the ruling class. Christianity could be practiced openly, and in 1550, Francis Xavier undertook a mission to Kyoto to seek an audience with the emperor. However, in 1587, in an era of European conquest and colonization and voyages of discovery, including in the Philippines near Japan, Toyotomi Hideyoshi issued an edict banning missionaries from Japan 
due to the religion's political ambitions, intolerant behavior of missionaries towards Shintoism and Buddhism, and their connection to the sale of Japanese people as slaves overseas. In 1597, Hideyoshi proclaimed a more serious edict banning Christianity and executed 26 Christians in Nagasaki as a warning. This was the beginning of the persecutions of Christians in Japan and the start of martyrdom as part of the Christian history of the Japanese people. Intent to bring Japan under complete control, the succeeding Tokugawa shogunate further, further hardened the country's anti-Christian stance, accusing the religion of obstructing the authorities, anti-social behavior and intolerance towards other established religions. After a rebellion in Shimabara Peninsula that involved many Christians in the late 1630s, Thousands of what the shogunate called rebels were executed and a full ban on Christianity became strictly enforced. Only small pockets of Christians, known as hidden Christians, continued to practice their religion in secret. Now this is recently highlighted in Martin Scorsese's movie Silence, based on the novel written by Japanese author Shusako Indo admittedly his greatest masterpiece. The hidden Christians were local devotees who went into hiding in remote areas and on isolated islands in Japan where they continued practicing their religion secretly for over 200 years. Some sites pertaining to these hidden Christians survived today, including churches that were built after the ban on Christianity when Christianity after Christianity was lifted in the early Meiji period. Let's take a look at the in-depth in the martyrdom uh, of the Japanese martyrs. The first victims were six Franciscan and Jesuit friars and 20 of their converts who were executed at Nagasaki on February 5, 1597. They were tied to crosses the crosses were raised to an upright position, and they were then quickly stabbed to death by a soldier with a javelin. After a short interval of relative tolerance, many other Christians were arrested, imprisoned for life, or tortured and killed. And the church was totally driven underground by 1630. However, when Japan was reopened to Western contacts, 250 years later, it was found out that a community of Japanese Christians had survived underground without clergy, without scriptures, with only very sketchy instruction on the doctrine of faith, but with a firm commitment to Jesus as their Lord and Master. The Japanese martyrs became Christians as a result of the witness of these Roman Catholic missionaries first arrived in Japan along with the Portuguese in 1543. The Jesuit priest Francis Xavier whose mission worked between 1549 to 1551 from Kyushu to Kyoto laid the foundation 
strong foundation for the future Christian church in Japan. In 1563, Omora Sumitada became the first daimyo or local feudal lord baptized by a Jesuit priest. The first church was built in Kyoto in 1576. According to Martin Rip of the NCC Center for the Study of Japanese Religions, between 1579 and 1572, the early missionary work was revised under Father Alessandro Balignano, one of the few who understood that Christianity had to lose its European flavor in order to become acceptable to the Japanese. In other words, he was advocating for contextualization or indigenization of Christianity. Because of the unrest among his subjects attributed to Christians, Shugan Hideyoshi issued the edict in 1587, the first decree banishing the propagation of the Christian faith in Japan. After a century of civil war, the feared unrest that might lead to peasant revolts, he stated that the religions of Shinto and Buddhism were the only religions of Japan. Nevertheless, for 10 years, Christian missionaries enjoyed a certain amount of tolerance from the Japanese people. After the arrival of Spanish priests of the Franciscan and Dominican orders in the beginning of the 1590s, rivalry and even quarrel arose among the Christian missionaries. The conflict was also between different European nationals. In 1596, the San Felipe incident dealt a serious blow to the Christian mission altogether. The Spanish ship San Felipe ran aground and its cargo containing a lot of ammunition was confiscated. The ship's pilot, ship's captain, was said to have told during the interrogation that Spanish colonial expansion was normally preceded by missionaries preparing the way for military conquest. And this confession was taken up very quickly and seriously by the Japanese rulers. So in 1597, Jesuits and Franciscan missionaries were taken prisoners in the capital and 26 Christians, Japanese and foreigners were executed in Nagasaki, becoming the first becoming the first martyrs of Japan. The Reverend Siegfried Snyder describes an incident from the martyrdom on February 5, 1597, that on the way to the hill, a nobleman tempted the youngest boy, Louis Ibaragi, who was only 12 years old, to renounce his faith. Yet he would not yield, but instead eagerly asked, where is my cross? When they pointed out the smallest cross to him, he immediately embraced it and held on to it as a child would cling to his favorite toy. In spite of these local persecutions, the Roman Catholic mission continued to expand. 
And finally, in 1614, Shogun Lieso issued the Edict of Persecution and ensured its implementations. Churches were destroyed. Foreign missionaries were expelled. And the Japanese Christians, when found out, were tortured and killed. From this time on, Christians went into hiding, known as the Kakori Kirishitan, or hidden Christians. In 1637 or 1638, the Shimabara Rebellion, a peasant uprising in Kyushu under Christian leadership, was put down. And in reaction to the turmoil caused by this last attempt at survival, the government closed the country entirely to Roman Catholic traders as well as to all Christian missionaries. Around the 1620s, authorities decided it wasn't enough to get rid of the religious leaders. They had to come up with a public way to root out the religion from the hearts of the people especially those who are hiding their faith. The solution, the fumi. These were brass images sometimes set in wooden boards depicting either the Christ or the Virgin Mary. Every single person that lived in Nagasaki was ordered to go through the practice of stepping on the fumi. Soon it became an annual practice carried out at the start of each year. It was an obligation for the commoners, the samurai, the Buddhist monks, even sick people could not miss. They would bring the wooden board to their house. Every single person was obliged to step on it to determine whether they are, they are loyal to Japan or they are loyal to their Christian faith. That practice was quite well thought out because at the time Christians relied a lot on images, icons. People prayed in front of an image or icon, Mary, Jesus, even the saints. And so many thought that part of God was inside the image. It was a link to the divine. And for them to tread upon it was something not only fearful, but a renunciation of their faith. So by the end of the 19th century, Japan decided to open its borders again. In, 15, in 1858, the Fumi practice was abolished in, in Nagasaki. And in 1873, Japan, Japan's long ban on Christianity was finally lifted, more than two centuries after it was first put in place. And when Japan opened up its borders again, around 20,000 Christians reappeared and came out of hiding. Yes, in spite of the most cruel persecution, Japanese Christians had managed to survive and worship Christ in secret under the guise of other religious rituals or tea ceremonies. It seemed that the Holy Spirit continued to work in the lives of these committed Christians, despite such incredible persecution. For their faith is more incredible and more powerful than the persecutions they had suffered. 
So when Japan once again opened its doors to the West, the Japanese at first responded favorably to Christian evangelization. But again, this was followed by renewed suspicion and rejection of Christian teaching. Protestant church growth slowed dramatically in the early 20th century under the influence of the military government. The post-World War II years have seen increasing activity by evangelicals initially with the American influence, and some growth occurred between 1945 and 1960. And more recently, there is the entry and the influence from Korean evangelists coming from Korea who are able both uh, very conversant in both Japanese and Korean languages. The Japanese Bible Society was established in 1937 with the help of the National Bible Society of Scotland, now called the Scottish Bible Society. Also the American Bible Society and the British and Foreign Bible Society. Its activities were severely restricted during the World War II, when it had to renounce support from the United States and England. But after the war from 1945 to 1948, 2,390,000 copies of the Japanese Bible were produced in the United States and presented to the Japanese people, followed by the 10 million Bible distribution movement from 1949 to 1951. So by some estimates, there are now 3,000 Protestant churches in Tokyo alone and 7,700 Protestant churches in Japan. Protestants in Japan constitute a religious minority of about 0.4% of the total population or about 509,668 people. All major mainline Traditional Protestant denominations are represented in the country, including the Baptist, the International Church of the Four Square Gospel, the Pentecostals, the Seventh-day Adventists, the Lutherans, the Anglican Church, the United Methodists, the Presbyterian Church, the Mennonites, the Salvation Army, and many more others, many independent churches as well. Now, there are three things that I wish to emphasize in the history of Christ of faith in Japan. First, that the blood of the martyrs are the seeds of the church. That the church that has suffered so much, but yet like gold refined by fire, continued and continues to strive, survive and thrive, especially or even in the darkness. Second, that Christianity that came to Japan and much of Asia were also garbed in European cultures and values and the spark of hostility or rejection from the local people is more of their reaction either out of fear or revulsion to the colonizing power 
and effect of Western civilization. It is an ambiguous monster, Koyama said. It has the power of both guns and ointment, the healing and wounding of the local civilization that Western civilization has come in contact with. Third, that the church that is nourished by struggles and suffering will never die, no matter how hard life is and no matter how hard the persecution it suffers. And so I believe the church in Japan will live and thrive with its own historical uniqueness as well as its adaptation and contextualization to the science of the times. Christianity is a living religion and it lives because it is able to adapt to the changing times. For example, the Anglican Church of Japan, known as Nippon Seiko Kai, is now experiencing a form of agurnamento and updating as it recently welcomed the election and consecration of its first female bishop, the Right Reverend Tasu Sasamori, as Bishop of Hokkaido. Nippon Sekokai is among the first non-Roman Catholic churches established after Japan reopened to the world in 1854, ending 200 years of its isolation to the world. The Nippon Sekokai NSKK became a self-supporting, self-governing, and self-propagating province in the Anglican, in the worldwide Anglican communion in 1972. But today it has 300 parish churches in 11 dioceses with its roughly 32,000 members and around 230 clergy. A church in Japan, I believe, with the help of God and the power of the Holy Spirit working in the lives of these believers, tried and tested in the crucible of suffering, will one day become fully embraced by the Japanese people as a beacon of light, as the church lives out and practices the way of love, the way of suffering, the way of Jesus. That is my hope and my prayer. Christ of faith in Japan.